This is Wellbeing Well Said, the podcast with me, Sarah Maloof. Join me as I chat with fitness gurus, business owners, wellness experts, and other inspiring individuals as together we dive into what it means to live well. All right. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Wellbeing Well Said. I'm glad you're here. And it's a solo episode today. And we know, I always say we know, if you've been around for more than like two episodes of the show, you know, these can get a little unhinged because it's just me riffing behind the mic. I could go anywhere. And I was going to start by saying, if you are so not into pop culture at all, then just go ahead and turn this episode off. But I'm not going to, I'm going to retract that because I kind of feel like even if you're not a pop culture junkie like myself, there's room for mind expansion here. And here I go. I believe, and I've been talking about this on Instagram over the last couple of days, you may or may not have seen that, but we, I'm saying we generalizing as a society tend to live in this black and white world. We say you're this way or you're this way. And we put each other in boxes. Let me give you an example. This is something I'd said again on Instagram. So I'm sorry if I heard this, but like either you're someone who likes to work out, go to Pilates, go to the gym after work, or you're someone who goes to happy hour with your friends or watches Netflix or whatever, which in all reality, like you can obviously totally do both different days, bring different circumstances and feelings and emotions and things that you want to do. And that's such a small, silly example, but I was talking about how I believe I'm very multifaceted as we all are. And I see this division in the wellness world. However you want to label that, like people who are into kind of the woo woo and clean eating, clean living, all this and meditation, prayer, journaling, whatever. And then there's this whole other side of like hot gossip, pop culture, fashion, society, which in all reality, like you can like both guys, just it's okay. That is me. I am pretty obsessed with both actually, and it works. But where I see a big gap is the meshing of those two, because the same people, which I find this so interesting, the same people who go on Instagram or behind a mic on a podcast, or even just in conversation with friends who talk about wellnessy things and like loving yourself and prioritizing your mental health and personal development, what have you are like sometimes the exact same people who then just destroy and berate celebrities and people on the internet. Like, yeah, that's great. If you're a normal person like me, if you have a average income and you live in a normal quote unquote home and you have like a real life, then that's great to be this way and take care of your mental health and actually be concerned with protecting your space. But if you're a celebrity, like, well, then, or influencer, you're, you're not even real. Like we can just trash them. They're not real people. They don't have real emotions. And it seems so silly, but it's just something that I've personally seen and experienced. And so this episode is a going to update you on some things, some things that are going on in pop culture that you may or may not have interest in, but I'm going to, instead of just like reporting this gossip or reporting these headlines, I'm going to attempt to verify the thoughts, actions, and responses behind, you know, these, the verifications, these little blue check marks, because it's, I think important to remember that even though these celebrities are more often than not very relatable, they're actually 
real humans and they do have real feelings and reactions and emotions. And sometimes they're positive and sometimes they're negative, but they're all on unique health journeys of their own. So I'm going to attempt to find the holistic side of Hollywood. And I'm going to update you today on all things pop culture this week. It is the last week of July, 2022. If you're listening to this in real time, and I'm going to update you on all things pop culture, but with a healthy spin. Okay. So if you listen to all that and you're still down and you're still with me, then here we go. I'm going to talk about some headlines that I have seen over these last couple of days. So let's start with something kind of light and some, a family I tend to talk about a lot, the Kardashians. I finally caught up and watched the last couple episodes of the Hulu show. And can I just say, I was heartbroken for Chloe. Chloe Kardashian seems to me to be like the sweetest, strongest, most level-headed person. And you see it through the show and her family confirms like, she's so strong. She's so strong. We're just afraid she's going to bottle this up. And, and by this, if you're not familiar with this, it's been reported that now Tristan third trimester Thompson has yet again cheated on someone he was with. It came out that he was cheating on Chloe. And then after we realized that he cheated on her, what is this the third time? And he's cheated on other women. And there's been multiple scenarios. It doesn't, we don't have to get into every detail, but then after the fact, we found out they are expecting a second baby together via surrogate. And I think what's kind of messed up is Chloe got a lot of backlash for that. Like, how could, how could you be so dumb? You know, like, how could you even risk having another child with this human? But I'm like, okay, I kind of get it because Chloe has told us through her actions that she's absolutely hopelessly in love with this man because she keeps taking him back. But even more than that, like she has a child with him. And I do think that you could be a great dad and a horrible partner. Like, I think there are people who do that. And so maybe she saw it as he is a great dad. And then my daughter, True, could have a full sibling. And she was really hopeful for this happy, big, happy family. Well, Tristan's actions, of course, prove that that cannot be. And actually, like, really going off, like, connecting my Bible study here with the Kardashian scandal is we were talking yesterday in our group about trust. And in this book, we're going through that Lisa Turkhurst wrote, I'm going to butcher this, but more or less, she said, believable, like circumstances plus action, repetitive action, equal trust. Like you can't just say one thing and me just believe you and trust you. You have to actually then put that into play and let me see time and time again that I can trust you. And I think what Tristan's done is the total opposite of that. And then there's like, it's just weird because now we find out that, okay, they're about to have this baby via surrogate. Meanwhile, he's partying in Greece again with some random mystery girl, which granted they are not together, Chloe and Tristan, but still like if you're going to have another child, whether or not you're with the mother, if you're about to have a child any day now, shouldn't you be like, I don't know, in the States in case that happens. Um, and then he goes on Instagram and he puts this cryptic, weird Instagram post about responsibility, according to page six. And he has the screen. I screenshot. He put one, nothing is promised to you Two, no one owes you anything. Three, you have all responsibility in your life. Quote, understand these three rules as early as possible and realize that independence is the way forward End quote. And this just goes back to what I said. I feel like he thinks he can talk the talk and that's fine. And we should all trust him. But then also like, he's not walking the walk. 
now that's kind of the latest. Now I'm going to dissect this even further into two parts, starting with Tristan. Tristan has issues. Okay. It is his actions to me are symbolic of an internal mental, emotional, personal struggle he is dealing with. He has seemingly obviously been causing self-destruction and doing so almost like he's so unhinged. He doesn't realize he's doing this anymore. It's like, he just doesn't even feel control of his own actions because he's been just so destroyed by the internet over and over again. Most people wouldn't want that coming back to them over and over again, but his actions keep finding him in this cheater element. And I think that he's really, hopefully, I hope he's going to therapy because I think this is like a sick problem where he is trying to validate his self-worth from attention, love, affection from others and specifically other females. And I hope that Tristan can realize that no person's going to be able to fill that void for him. That's something between him and God. That's something that he needs to work out personally. While simultaneously, I do hope that as he's working on himself, he can seek the help he needs to stop these terrible bad behaviors and be the parent and potentially the partner he actually can be within his family unit unit, however unique that may be. Chloe, on the other hand, just through watching the show, if you've watched it, it's like heartbreaking because I totally see what the family's saying, how she tries to be so strong and how she is so strong. But I've noticed something we glorify being quote strong as a society. I've felt this like like, Oh, you're so strong. She's so strong. She's so strong. Like that's a good thing. And I, I get the intention because I I do get the intention, but why is it necessarily a good thing to be strong? And by strong, I mean, not really showing a lot of emotion and specifically emotion that we correlate with being negative emotion, like grief, sadness, anger, when people don't show those emotions in really hard circumstances is when we tend, at least I tend to show up and be like, Oh, well, he's, she's so strong. Like I'm just so proud of her. It's amazing. But I kind of think that we need to be careful with that. And I see it in just my own life, you know, with people who have lost loved ones or they're going through really hard things. I don't want people to think that I'm going to praise them for not showing the emotion that they truly need to get out and get off their chest. If you need to cry about it, if you need to yell about it, if you need to even dare, I say question God and really dig deep on some faith issues and why you believe what you believe. I think that that's so much healthier, honestly, than pushing away your emotion, bottling it up, bottling it up, and then just collapsing into it later. I don't mean go lose control of your life. I don't mean be like such a psycho person that you're irrationally thinking and sobbing and you can't get through every single day. But like, if you need that in that point in time, don't feel like you have to be strong. And I just wish I could tell Chloe, like, Hey, if you want to just dog custom to us, like we're here for that girl. Cause we know that you're amazing and you're going to get past it, but this really sucks. That's just my tangent. And I'm just trying to be careful about when I use terms like, Oh, he, or she is so strong because I think it can be a little bit toxic if we aren't careful. Okay. Moving on to the next y'all are like, if you're little, if you're with me here, that means you're in it and we're talking pop culture and we're diving in. Okay. So y'all give me feedback. If this is so just out of left field and it's not your, your cup of tea, that's okay. Feel free to give me that feedback too. 
Adele, if y'all have not seen, Adele has rescheduled her Las Vegas residency after back in, I believe she was supposed to be there in April and said it wasn't ready. And she just could not, there was no way she could put on the show. I'm like, just kind of, you know, summarizing her quotes here. These aren't word for word. There was no way she could put on the show. It wasn't ready. It wasn't where she wanted it to be. And so she couldn't be less than, and she canceled. And I mean, when I say she canceled, it was last minute. People were already had bought flights, booked hotels. I think we're on their way even maybe to Vegas. Cause I'm pretty sure it was just like days before a show. And a lot of people have mixed emotions. Adele is phenomenal. There is no doubt in my mind that she's one of the most talented singers of our generation and not just even of our generation. Like she's just period one of the most talented singers. And that's the thing. Like Adele could just, Adele could stand on a piece of plywood and just sing into a mic for two hours and she'd get a standing ovation. Like what does, what more does she need? And so the internet and all these people are are like kind of controversial about is she just diva? You know, is she being such a diva that it's not up to her standards. And so like, we're just going to cancel it and not really, we're just going to disregard all the money and time people have already invested in the show. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it gives me a bad vibe because it's like, to me kind of why wasn't in the show you want it to be. It's not like you woke up on a Tuesday and decided that Thursday, you're going to open the show. You, this is a, Las Vegas residency. Did you not have time to plan and prepare and do all the things you need to do? We all know you have unlimited resources. So what went wrong? Where's the disconnect? So now that she's actually rescheduled, I guess we'll all wait and see how they turn out because I mean, it has to be pretty unreal. Like if I see clips from the show and it is still just her standing in there singing, standing there singing, like it's going to be amazing, but I'm also going to be wondering what really what happened six months ago to why you couldn't have done this then, you know? So I will say I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt and just hope that really something was going on. And I also think that she could have totally said one thing and meant another. She could have been in a space where she mentally and emotionally just knew she was going to put herself through it. If she performed at that point in time, and maybe she needed rest, maybe she needed therapy. Maybe she needed help. We don't know what Adele was going through. If that's the case, I almost would have rather her just said that, but maybe she wasn't ready to say that. I just watched Elvis saw Elvis, the movie in theaters a couple of weekends ago. If y'all haven't seen it yet, it's so good, but I felt really sad after because it's like, we, I, I mean, poor Elvis. Elvis, his personal well-being was so undermined, like nobody cared about his cries for help. He was clearly, you know, strung out, sleep deprived, overweight. All these issues were happening where he was struggling and we, he was telling people in a way without actually saying it. And sometimes he was saying it, at least according to the movie, to people in his life. And we just wanted to make him like a little, you know, a little bird to get on stage and sing. (laughs) And it's just heartbreaking to see. And I think that even nowadays celebrities do probably, they are treated that way by a lot of people, you know, they're the moneymaker, they're the voice. And, um, so maybe Adele was going through something really hard personally, and she knew that she would be on a downward spiral if she pushed herself, because I can imagine that's exhausting and a lot of work to have a Las Vegas residency. I mean, you are on you're on, you know, you're performing with all that you've got night after night after night. So 
Elvis, the movie just, you know, kind of makes you think, you know, which speaking of going through something, I found this next story wild. Maybe it's because I'm not like a huge rap fan, Lil Wayne fan specifically, but I had never heard this and Lil Wayne's been around for so many years now, but he came out and is publicly mourning the loss of a new Orleans cop who saved his life as a child. So trigger warning, if you have trigger warning, the story deals with suicide or should I say attempted suicide? I had no idea that when Lil Wayne was only 12 years old, he attempted suicide. And that absolutely breaks my heart into a million pieces because 12 years old, that is, you are a baby. And to see that someone was struggling so severely at such a young age makes me want to just pour into the lives of my friends, kids, and my future children and talk so openly about things like mental health, anxiety, and depression at a young age, because wow. So the story goes apparently like when he was again, 12, so young growing up in new Orleans, he attempted to kill himself. And the way he remembers it and the way he states it is that when the cops arrived, because I think he, like he called, he, I mean, he wanted help. And I don't know this for a fact, but I feel like if you are attempting suicide and not successful, a lot of times it's like, you weren't actually hoping to be successful, but this was a really, really intense call for help. Maybe, I don't know, because he didn't actually succeed. Obviously he became very successful, but he says when the cops got there, a lot of them were more concerned about the fact that there was a gun in the house and drugs in the house. And this one particular cop was like, I'm sorry, do you not see this baby? this baby on the floor, like who's just needing so much help right now. And he claims he saved his life that day and he just passed away. And I'm not sure the exact cause. I know that in this again, article from page six said that he was a diabetic and this cop had been sick, but I don't know. It's just really, it's really fascinating. And I honestly think that because at the end of this article, it has the suicide prevention lifeline website and phone number. And I think that someone like Lil Wayne, who has this reputation of being so like heavy and hard and, you know, like, uh, drugs and guns and rap and like, whatever we, we personify, we don't personify them as a real human who has emotional struggles. A lot of times, um, when they have this persona and this reputation for being this intense rapper, but I'm like, okay, Lil Lil Wayne has this real life struggle. And this story that's actually probably going to speak to millions of people, in maybe people who grew up in situations like him, maybe people have kids who are struggling and they can say, look, even people like Lil Wayne have felt this way and we can talk about it and look, look what happened because he didn't take his life that day and now how successful he is. And I don't know, it's just, it's just wild. That story really blew my mind. And I think it's beautiful that he was sharing morning. I'm so sorry for the loss of this loved one for him and for this cop's family. But I think it's a beautiful sentiment that he was addressing this situation and um, what happened when he was a child. Found that very interessant. Okay. The last thing I'll say, we got to talk about Brittany. We can't have a pop culture update episode and not talk about miss Spears. I love Brittany. And 
we can, we can pretend all we want that things are hundred percent great back to normal. Now that she's freed from her conservatorship, which totally agree. No one deserves to be in a conservatorship conservatorship at, you know, her age with her capacity and all the things she's done. Like it was, it was so wrongfully dealt with by her team, by her dad and everyone involved, but she's still like, I don't, I definitely don't think she's okay. Meaning I think that she is poor girl has been so scarred and abused mentally uh, and emotionally over all these years. And again, like the Elvis thing that I said, like a little pawn, you know, people just moving her around and using her for money. And of course, who's going to be like normal. I think she's stunted. I think she's mentally kind of stunted at the age where she got famous, which was a really young age. And we can see that based on her Instagram behavior and people are freaking out on the internet. Cause she said that she was releasing this, uh, re-recording with Elton John singing tiny dancer. And then there's like this thing going around a screenshot from something she tweeted in like 2015, I believe I should have it in front of me, but years ago. And people were like, okay, so did she release this years ago? And now we're just talking about it. Is someone again, controlling the narrative for her? What's going on? What is this? Simultaneously, she is just again, going off on her family on social media, which breaks my heart talking about like how she reached out to her mom when she was in different institutions and saying that her mom abused her, her mom ignored her cries for help and her, her mom saying that's not the case. And, you know, I don't even really want to get further into that story. I just want to say that personally, I find it absolutely heartbreaking when families turn against each other like that, because family is family. And even if you don't like each other every day, you shouldn't, I don't, I don't, I think just to publicly drag each other, it's just the saddest thing in the world to me. And I hope that Brittany gets the help she needs. And I also hope that her new husband, because she did just recently remarry, I hope that he's good for her. And I hope that they can have, even if her and her family are never on good terms again, my hope is that they can just find some sort of resolve and that both of them can see somehow that each other they're hurting. Brittany is obviously hurting. She has a lot of just years of pent up emotion that she is trying really hard as best as she knows how to sort through and her family I'm sure has the same, like at least her mom, I can, I'm not a mom, but I feel like that bond and connection of a, that you have with your daughter, something is still there that just breaks your heart. Anytime you see her hurting, especially if you believe that you caused that hurt and that pain. And I think everyone's just doing the best they know how. And I just really don't think that airing all this dirty laundry for fans who actually know nothing about them on a personal level to see is really the right way to go about this. So my, I guess the life lesson here is that if you're dealing with something that you feel like really is eating away at you that has to do with your family, it's probably better to address that in some form or fashion when you feel the time is right before letting it fester into resentment years later, because I think that handling any kind of situation head on is usually preferred over years of buildup that again, turn into crazy resentment, something you can't even pinpoint the exact cause of maybe sometimes, or the exact moment when you felt that way, but it just comes out in every conversation. There's nothing worse. Like you feel that energy, you feel that negative energy. So yeah. Okay. 
this was so different than my norm, but I freaking love pop culture. And I just, again, reminder to just look at these. We're all going to see this stuff. If you have social media, like you're going to see headlines that have to do with Hollywood and influencers and celebrities. And my challenge to you this week is that when you do just see it through a new lens, just take it for what it is. Don't internalize, don't get so invested and internalize it. Cause yes, you don't know these people and it's, you, it's too much to take on the emotions of every single person. You, <laughs> you can't absorb all that. It's way too heavy to process everyone else's drama and emotions. But I do hope you take it with a grain of salt and be like, Hey, even though they're famous, they have souls, minds, hearts, they're real people. I hope that they're learning through this and I hope they can find peace. And I hope that, you know, this can be dealt with just like I would talk to a friend, you know, like you shouldn't want one, one thing for one person and then just use someone else like a prop in your own little narrative, you know, or your dinner table gossip just think of them differently. Think of them as real people. I hope that verified some thoughts, actions, and beliefs of these little blue check marks, these celebrities on the internet. If you like this episode and want some more of these sprinkled in, hit me up, let me know. I'll probably be talking more like this on social media because that's a relaxed environment and why the heck not? Anyway, I hope everyone lives well this week. I hope you have the most beautiful rest of your day, week, month, wherever you find yourself listening to this episode. As always, you can find me on Instagram at Sarah Maloof underscore underscore. Send me an email. If you have any specific questions, send me a DM. I'm here to talk. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of well-being well said the podcast. If you liked what you heard and you would like to support me, it would mean so much if you would subscribe to the show, rate and review and spread the word. Tell your friends, tag me on Instagram, all the things that really does help me grow and helps me create more content that I can put out for you all.